welcome back to K-Companion. My name is Rachel. And I'm Brittany. And we are your hosts. If you're new here, we have watched over 50 K-dramas and we are still going strong. So we're here to share some of our favorite shows, give you updates on the latest releases, and offer up some recommendations for K-dramas we think you will love. When you're with us, you'll always know what to watch next. Today, we are throwing it back to a drama from 2017. So we'll be talking about Guardian, the Lonely and Great God, also known as Goblin. Also, we don't want to spoil anything for those of you who may not mm -hmm. have seen it yet. So this is your little, there may be spoilers in this episode alert. Mm-hmm. Be uh, aware. Yeah. If you haven't watched it and you still want to, probably best to pause, pause. our episode, go enjoy the many episodes that are Guardian and Goblin, and then mm -hmm. come back and then join the conversation. But for those those of you who have watched it, we're gonna break it down a little bit. We're gonna talk about the plot, we're gonna talk about what goes on, our thoughts. So yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> I think number one. Yeah. But Guardian, the Lonely and Great God, has our boy Gung Yu. And basically, Gung Yu's character is a decorated military person who is framed as a traitor and killed. Yeah. And you get this pretty early on, like episode one. And after his death, he's cursed to stay immortal forever. And the point of immortality is so he can endure the pain of seeing his loved ones die as punishment for the soldiers he killed to protect his country. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, pretty rough. A little intense. I don't know who made that call, but that wasn't very nice. No. What about him as so, immortal? Well, he is 939 years old Dang. when we kind of encounter him. But he's a goblin who is a protector of souls. So he's in search of his bride, who is the only one who can remove the sword that he was stabbed with. Now, the sword that he's stabbed with isn't, like, not everyone can see it. It's not like he's just walking around. Is it only his bride who can see yes. it? Yeah. yeah. So he's looking for this person who will be like, ah, there's a sword in your chest. Yeah. I think maybe the Grim Reaper can see it too, but mm. it's... It's something that only she can, like, fix for him. Gotcha. Yeah. So basically, 939-year-old Goblin is looking for his bride to be like, take this sword out of my chest. Yeah. Because, yeah. So his bride, who we meet early on, is played by Kim Goen. And the character's name is Jiyeon Tak, who is a 19-year-old high school student. And before she was born, her mom was in a hit and run where our boy Goblin intervened, saving them both before the Grim Reaper could get them. So this girl grew up orphaned and it wasn't a good situation. And basically when he encounters her as a 19-year-old, he's like, oh, I'll help you out you need a place to study get into school or something like that and so then they become kind of quick friends um and the whole time she knows that she's the goblin's bride right because she has that like vision i think, I think she's aware that something is up i don't, I don't right. know that she necessarily i don't remember if it was something where she was like well, like i know that she eventually came around like I'm no she bride. she and, knew yeah. i'm pretty sure but either way she finds out really quickly yeah it's like within the first few episodes yeah she doesn't know that her duty is to remove the sword but she knows that she's like someone's bride because yeah. this girl can see ghosts like she's walking around growing up with these people who are ghosts remember that yeah as the story unfolds she becomes conflicted because she starts to fall in love with him but doesn't know that her duty is to just pull this sword from his chest but she moves in with these two fools we've got goblin and the grim reaper mm, yeah so the grim reaper played by lee dong Wook, and he's been in a bunch of stuff but so in this he and the goblin are not necessarily fast friends they're roommates they're, well they're roommates but they don't start off as like no best friends because basically the grim reaper is a part of the reapers and they all have these business 
consciousness cards basically that they get sent of being like, here is this person and their death day and like all this information. Horrible jobs. Yeah, not great. It's a punishment of sorts from something that they did as a human. In their past lives. Yeah. Which they don't know of. Yeah, they have no idea what it is. But he basically is to go and help these people on to the afterlife and whatever. And so when Goblin saved the lead character's mom from the hit and run, it was not the most ideal work thing for the Grim Reaper. No, his plan was foiled. Yeah. He was like all ready to go send her off. And then uh, Goblin intervenes like, no, no, not quite. Yeah. So they don't start off as fast friends and they definitely, there's a lot of bickering and a lot of personality differences. Well, also, you can't live with everybody. No, this is true. Roommates are hard. Roommates are hard. So not only did they not get off on the right foot, but then like, I I don't know the dynamic there. Like, is he just like, I need a place to stay? Well, you have supernatural powers too. I think it was kind of, I think it was one of those things where because Goblin is so old, he Mm. has to continuously move around so that people don't True. Wow, this guy. So people don't catch on. Yeah. So Mm. he's been doing this for, you know, probably 839 years. Mm. Um, He's gorgeous. Yeah. He was used to selling his house and basically the Goblin's, like what, manager? Mm. He he sold it to the Grim Reaper to use for 20 or 30 years, right? Right. And so so it became this like joint custody thing almost where there's all this big... Shared house. You're in my house. Yeah. It's my house now. Whose house is it? I have it, so... Yeah, power dynamic for sure. Yeah. Which always goes well when you uh, introduce someone new. No, no. <laughs> you're like, hi, this 19-year-old high school student is going to live with us, yeah. which that's a dynamic for sure. That yeah. was weird. But he, he sets up her room real nice. Oh, she yeah. gets like everything that she could want. Yeah, um, the, I think, what was it? All the candles like that are just mm-hmm. everywhere in her room. And, like, right? Like, in a real human world. Like no. this is just not, not. Different. No. And Goblin and his bride, this 19-year-old girl, they have like a connection, obviously because she's his bride, but also he can just present himself whenever she calls on him. Blows out a candle. Yeah, uh, so yeah. that's why for all the candles he gives her, he's like, anytime, anytime you need me, yeah. just I'll show up, whether you're sad, happy, anything. Oh, oh funny, some of it. Yeah, but like this girl is still in high school, which she's grown up pretty normal for the fact that she sees ghosts. Yeah, but I think I think there was a lot of like self-training because mm. you know, there are only so many times as a person, kid or adult, where you can be like, I see people that aren't there. Right. Th- mm. That'll really go before you're well. like mm, outcast. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a solid it's a solid drama. I think the once you kind of get on to the whole plot of like who's who and you're like, oh, OK, we're just going to accept that this guy has a sword in his chest <laughs> that needs to be removed. You're you're in. You're like on it. Yeah. And I think I think, I mean, I think one of the parts that really I just love so much is the fact that in order for the sword to be removed, she has to agree to do it, obviously, mm-hmm. but once that happens, he dies. Mm. Like, that's that's the thing. So Which, she's, when she finds out about her duty, she's like, I'm never removing this thing ever. Yeah, because you're going to have that in your... <laughs> chest for the rest of time and you know what that'll be great that's just how it has to be which honestly i can't blame her because like you meet this person who's very interesting a million years old yes but also uh very interesting become fast friends like she didn't really have a whole lot of friends at school and so they all thought she was like odd weird well she sees ghosts so maybe she did let slip a little bit that she could see ghosts but she becomes very attached to this guy and obviously starts falling in love with him but then you find out oh actually i need to use you 
right. to remove this so I can die. Yeah, that's, no. Yeah, no, no. Mm -mm, not about it. I would not be cool with that. I'd be like, no, best friend. I won't do that ever. And there are a couple of like episodes where she's like, I know you want me to do the thing, but yeah. mm, mm and the Grim Reaper like kind of goes back and forth with her about that too mm -hmm. and chats it out so they're like a, a great trio those three yeah well they get themselves into some different situations and mm -hmm. they they're able to help each other and watch each other's backs so that's good and and the Grim Reaper story is so interesting because this whole time you're watching him and his character like live pretty much a normal life like same with the 19 year old girl and like this goblin who's a million years they pretty much live very normal they right. go out to eat food they like meet new people, blah, blah, blah. But then you're watching this Grim Reaper like start to fall in love with a certain character and kind of make steps to move forward in his life, but then find out why he's the Grim Reaper. He starts to kind of unravel what happened and then yeah. the audience is shown, oh no, he's the Grim Reaper for a reason. He did something really horrible in a past life and that's why he has to guide souls into the afterlife now. But the conversation, they do show what he does at work, <laughs> essentially. The conversations he has with people who just recently died. Yeah, it's actually like it's a really kind of sweet way to go about it. I mean, you see it there, you could go very dark. You could do the hellbound mm -hmm. round of ooh, sending ooh, yeah. to the afterlife, you know? That's different. But this was like, you go into this little tea shop. You have a you little have a conversation. A little you beverage. You forget your, your, your life. life and yeah. then you go on and meet your loved ones, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it is a kind of sweet thing. It's less of a like potentially scary experience. Right. It kind of brings this uh, new light into it, being like, like, oh, okay. So if after I go, I just have this little chat with this guy, forget everything, and then I move on. Just another step in the process. Just another day. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting that you do get to see a bit of his story because it, he does start to like have character development and like making relationships with people. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, yeah, he can have a relationship. And it's like, mm -mm, no, because what is like the whole time she's like, well, what do you do? And he's like, yes. haha, you're so funny. He's like, you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like, talking about it's you. like, you're lovely. Show me your world. Right. Yeah. yeah. So or, yeah, the amount of times where she'll call him or like, mm -hmm. try and get in touch with him, and he's just very like matter of fact, blunt to the point of being like, "Well, what? what right? Did you want? Oh, I didn't. Well, why did she mean something different than what she said? Mm -hmm. She said that mm -hmm. she said, you know? Yeah. And so the three of them get to go through those whole situations together, mm -hmm. which is really fun to watch. But I think it kind of stretched between continents, so mm -hmm. a lot of it is filmed in Quebec, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Everything about I don't think, I mean, other than like Memories of Alhambra. Right. Well, okay, well, but then Descents of the Sun. Okay, I could do this all day. There are, true, there true, true. Are there are others. K-dramas that continent jump, but this one was like, it was very consistently. You like, don't see K-dramas in Quebec. No. No. And it was in like at Landmarks in Quebec, yeah, which was landmarks. cool. I think for other TV shows or, or K-dramas, you're like, oh, they're on site somewhere. That's different because right. they aren't going to make it look like Canada. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to, yeah. they're going to make it look like Korea or they're gonna make it look like some time in the past but it was it was funny because when we were watching it you were like oh, I've been there yeah yeah I went on a what was it eighth grade, eighth grade, eighth grade field trip French field trip amazing it was so good but I just yeah watching you had no idea I had no idea this was before they filmed it I know no, I know you were the OG you were there I originally on, on that path where Boom. they did and she was like, I'm alone with you. You're like way before that. So. <laughs> yeah, you were, you made it a landmark. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's right. So. He went there because of you. Yeah, I don't know Boom. about that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. 
<laughs> but that's awesome. I've never been to Quebec, but now that I have seen it a little bit, oh, maybe I'll cool. go. That like just the walkways and everything look mm -hmm. really nice. But so that's kind of fun to see a different area because yeah. yeah, I mean that's why for the other ones, Descendants of the Sun and the other ones that are filmed outside of Korea, it's just kind of refreshing a little yeah, bit. Well, it's just yeah, change of scenery is always nice and it expands it a little bit more too. Brings yeah. it more into. I mean, I don't think that they're gonna go to like Vermont, but no, who knows? But, maybe. Know, I doubt they. They went to Quebec. Yeah. So just saying. Yeah. They could they do that. They they could go anywhere. California. Maybe they've already maybe done that. Airs. Airs. Dang it. <laughs> right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, maybe some other, like, I don't know, Montana. Maybe they'll go over know. there or Georgia, anywhere. Maybe. There are lots of options. Not now, though, no. because of the situation in the world. Yeah, but no, not, not that. Maybe. Leave it open. But yeah, so on-site, fantastic. And then also, just if you like a bromance, this is for you. Yeah, definitely. It's not, and I feel like there are definitely some other K-dramas that we've watched where you have a bromance and you're like, they are best friends. They've mm -hmm. been best friends since mm -hmm. they were three. <laughs> like those sort of things. This is not that, but mm -hmm. at least mm -hmm. like you do by the end of it, you're like, no, they definitely care about each other. Right. It's... Well, they're more like brothers yeah. just because in the way that they fight. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, they have the living room with... squabbles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically just like teenage boys. Yes. Even though they play like old. They're supposed to be a million years They're supposed to be a million years. Old, yeah. It makes it very fun. Yeah. It's definitely entertaining to watch in that, in that fashion. And it brings some levity. Like there are kind of some heavy topics around here, you know, going into the afterlife slash reincarnation or dying, you know? So it does bring in some like funnier moments where you're just kind of watching how they react and interact with each other and also live together. Because I think we've all had those moments where there are dishes in the sink. Folding everyone's laundry. Mm -hmm. Really? <laughs> right, yeah. So just all of the things that are real world, realistic, that we've all kind of, they're relevant because we've all been there at some point, whether you're with a sibling or with a roommate that you don't know or like whatever, we've all been there. But so the best part about this K-drama is that it's really well known. It's it's super well known. I feel like this was one that, not that, you know, not that I've had people recommend K-dramas to me, but it's more of like when I was looking through. Right, when we were starting. K-dramas of being like, oh, this seems to get a lot this of buzz. One. This right. One, like, I, mm -hmm. I don't know what this is. So. Yeah, exactly. And when we were watching other K dramas, we were seeing, oh, these people were in Goblin. Mm -hmm. But in reading some reviews about this one, because this one is so popular, many people have watched it. But in reading some of the reviews, I saw on Instagram that there's this writer. She's a journalist. Her name is Jay Ha Kim. She's also known as Go Away with Jay on Twitter and Instagram. That's her handle. But essentially, she wrote a review and someone was like, oh my God, never trusting anything she writes again. And the thing is, I totally disagree with that person because I agree with exactly what she wrote about this show. She was basically saying, yes, Goblin Guardian is amazing. However, I do not agree with the main theme. I have to agree with her because the main theme, it just centers around this old guy trying to get with a high schooler. Well, and he's, he's waited since before she was born. Like, yeah. He knew that it was her. And he was like, <laughs> he like sees her pregnant mom and is like, boom, that's, that's that's the one. The fetus. That is it. <laughs> That's the love of my life like, right there. It is, it is creepy. It is creepy. It's creepy. And like he's not gonna grow any older or like no. not grow, I mean age. He's, he's not gonna 
age. No. So like physically, he's going to look the same. So he's still much older than her because yes. he, he looks older. However, she's going to get older. But right now, she's 19. Yeah. Like, they do eh, have ick. a moment. They do like flash forward a few years. So she's like 23. <gasps> Big difference. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> 900 versus, you know. But yeah. it is it is something where you're watching it and you go. <laughs> Not really loving but that. Talk about range. Right. She was playing the kind of usual, typical mm-hmm. teenager of being the whiny, like, want to get my way. Oh my God, I know. I'm like, oh my God. Ugh, the and worst. And then, you know, you see her grow up a little bit and you're like, oh, wow. Mm. Yep, yeah. yeah. I believe that she's aged X amount of years since the last time we saw her. It's true. It's true. And I think when we were watching it, I didn't really like grasp that because I was like, yeah, he's a million years old. Like, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But then when you think about, well, okay, he looks like he's, I don't know, mid 40s, like late 30s, mid 40s, yeah. right? So he looks like he's around there, regardless of the fact that he's like 900 plus years old. Right. But she still, <laughs> it was just funny when she was like doing those scenes where she's like the whiny teenager. And I'm like, oh my God. Right. It does get a little yeah. like red flag ish. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the cringier part of mm-hmm. that K drama for sure. The review that Jay Hakim wrote is really good. And even though she does say that an older man going after a high school girl is not great. No. However, the K-drama overall is really good. Yeah. So I do agree with her. And the best part is that we have seen these actors in other things and really recent things, which is great. So not saying that their role kind of earned them these other roles, but it does all kind of coincide with the way that actor filmography works. Gung Woo was, he was known from Train to Busan. And I think that that's how he got other opportunities, yeah. right? Um, but then most recently we saw him in Squid Game as a cameo, which yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> when we saw him, we were like, oh my God, like, he, he's back. <laughs> but the English dub did oh him dirty. Gosh. It did oh. not. No. You have so. watched Squid Game and you have by chance somehow happened upon the, the poor substitute that is the English, English dub. dub. Oh, it's go it's, back and watch <laughs> him just do his job. <laughs> just listen so to funny. his real voice. Yeah. Like I I get it if you want to watch it with the English dub because, I don't know, you can't read a one-inch subtitle, but oh my god. It's a, it's a world's different. And if you watched it in uh, Korean, go back and check the English dub and just be like, oh my god. It's, it is it's hysterical. We we had a good laugh about it, but also like sad because <laughs> why did they do that to him? So anyways, so he was in Squid Game for a quick brief moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we most recently saw him in The Silent Sea, which was very good. But then Kim go on. where have we seen her? Well, so she was in The King Eternal monarch which mm-hmm. I think reigns supreme for me um mm-hmm. she was so so wonderful in that and we had seen her in that prior to seeing yeah so I think we watched her in that and then when we were making our watch list of other k-dramas we wanted to see we were like well goblin is like really well known and, and it, she's in it came out a few years ago like whatever and she's in it we liked her there so yeah I think that was how we found well, that's how I found a goblin initially because I was following yeah. her because yeah. I was like oh she was really good in the king eternal monarch yeah, and then I was like looking at other things that she was in she's been in this one yeah so. and so she was also in tune in for love which yes I have not seen. which is a movie is i a movie saw it it yes it, it has, also has jung hayan yeah. in it he's in everything <laughs> but <laughs> yes it was she was great uh i did not like the story i see I, it was two hours I'm of stuck, fluff like i watched i think the first maybe 20 minutes of it but i don't that's enough but the thing is like i kind of i want to power through i think i'm going to power through i did power weeks. through I feel it just, it just like do it. just to, to not a lot know what like what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
well, the first 20 minutes, you pretty much get what it's all about, and then it's downhill from there. That's just my opinion, but it is not great. Yeah, and so then she was also in Yumi's Cells, which we watched this very recently. Very, very recently. Last like year. A couple, couple yeah. months ago. Mm -hmm. And it was so good. It was, yeah, it was very cool. Her, she actually posted not that long ago on Instagram about the behind the scenes <laughs> and working with the emotions, <laughs> because this one, Yumi's Cells has animated emotions, much like Disney's Inside Out, but with a different take on it, where it's their everyday lives, and you're kind of watching them, and they've got all these different emotions in their yeah, brain. You have like different, different little avatars that mm -hmm. that are the emotions, mm -hmm. and they enter in. So like how they interact kind of dictates what she ends up saying, sort mm -hmm. of things. It's really well done. It's um, really funny, and it's the first K drama I've seen that has animation yeah. in it as well, in yeah. addition to just well, person. Yeah, and like in in the storyline, not mm. not just like there have been animated title sequences. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, this is incorporated in the story. throughout but it's a good balance and she was really good in that one and it was that was a very different role like we've seen her in really like romantic roles and Yumi Cells has romance in it but it was more like I don't know funny like she was able yeah. to goof around a little bit more there were more kind of just laughable kind of everyday oddity oh, appearances man. especially a new relationship that you go through yeah. and so it was really relatable which is why we like that one but it was nice to see her in that as well and then Lee Dong Wook was did you watch Touch Your Heart? I've, no, no, no. I've not watched it. Like, the oh. only one that I've watched that he... I think it's the only one we've both watched. Oh, that yeah, that's right. Was Tale of the Nine Tail. Mm -hmm. That one was good. Very kind of similar vein of, like, the fantastical sort of... Mm -hmm. Which is not something I usually go toward, no. but it was really good. Yeah, it was really well done. That was one that, like Goblin Guardian, is, like, very similar in the sense that I knew about it before mm. I had seen it. It had gotten a lot of buzz. It um, did. But, yeah, and then... I think it's cute because he also, one that is on my list, mm. um, co-stars in Touch Your Heart, which is a mm. K-drama, but he co-stars with the love interest that he had in Goblin. Yeah, so, that's like, so I'm, cool. I'm really excited to see those characters and see them interact in a, in a different setting. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I want to watch that one too. And he was in Search WWW. Yeah, and that one is also on Netflix. It is on Netflix. I have not Haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> too many. They're just But he many. I think the worst is that we're we're seeing all of these uh dramas that he's in that we haven't had time to start yet or watch or don't, don't have access, access to the streaming service. So he's in Bad and Crazy with mm, blanking on that guy's name from Squid Game. He came from Squid Game who is the like police officer. The police officer he, who goes in. We Ha Jun. They're in it together and it seems like he kind of plays the straight the straight man character versus his counterpart who is seems a little bit more as as you would have it crazy mm -hmm. um, but the media for that has been insane on Instagram yeah it's great that they're they're back they're together and it's nice to see them both in something new yeah. so that's really fun and then Yu Ina is in Touch Your Heart as well um, which we just mentioned but she is also in Snowdrop it's on Disney Plus Disney Plus I still have not seen still haven't seen so we're really just like Looking our list is endless that. yeah and did you watch Mystic Pop-Up Bar? I did I did watch you Mystic Pop-Up Bar so you saw Yu Sung so he plays kind of manager person mm -hmm. of Goblin. Um, yeah. He is also, I believe he's a band member of B2B. B2B? With so. Peniel? I think so. Let me what? Here I am being like, <laughs> is this person yeah he's in b2b yeah. oh dang yeah, so he, he's had like some other cameos but he had a cameo in airs as himself airs ah <laughs> oh. oh my god amazing so, i so, love that yeah that's great well that's fun but, like he's done hosting gigs he's done the music scene 
mean, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was definitely one that when I was looking up cast members and characters for, for this, I was like, oh, this kid, wait a minute, I guess I have to. I feel like that happens so yeah, much okay. with everything that we watch. We're like, wait, wait, that guy. It just goes to show you range. <laughs> range. We love it. We love yeah. range. Awesome. Yeah, any other takeaways or thoughts that you have from Guardian? I don't think so. I just, I think it's... it's Would you recommend it to people? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's beautifully done. Um, there are a lot of different fantasy-related TV shows that I've seen in my day, and... Mm. Um, Mm, that you have it's seen, not, yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but the CGI isn't super cringy. No, it's not. It blends right into the real world. For really. example, there is a moment where Gung Yu's character has superpowers, obviously, supernatural powers. Yeah. When his bride starts to actually take out, like, try to take out the sword Before from his she chest. Knows what it means. Right. He tricks her into taking <laughs> it like, out oh, from her it. chest. Like, wait, wait. Wait, wait. <laughs> Um, but essentially he like pushes her and when he does that he has super strength and so she flies through the air and gets hurt but he, yeah he ends up like catching her but still it's it not a good situation not a good situation but the whole CGI it was very cool and it yeah. was very interesting to watch not cringy so that no. was good and the soundtrack is really well known mm. really good yeah yeah I'd recommend it to people definitely it's really beautiful and I think it's it's just one of those like kind of milestone K-dramas I feel like yeah I think it's a good starter too if oh, you yeah. if you like that sort of thing absolutely. like absolutely barring in mind the 15 year old falling in love with a 900 year old man 19 year old falling in love with a 90 oh, yeah see <laughs> i tried to make it worse right you've there. made it way like, worse you know I, it's freaking me out so i'm 15's no good <laughs> no no but 19's good uh ish mm, barely 19's better mm, yeah well okay yeah yes. that's great <laughs> put that aside yeah. aside from the cringy old man trying to get with a high schooler yeah um, uh, yeah, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, so next, we have some news yeah. that we'd like to share. Some new things are happening in the uh, Korean entertainment. things are always happening, and it's so hard to keep up. So we, Honestly, we just yeah. have a couple of headlines. A couple share. that we saw recently yeah. and we're looking forward to. So the first one, JTBC has unveiled a teaser poster for its upcoming drama. By the time this episode is out, you will have seen it. Oh, great. Um, the drama is called Weather Forecast People, Cruel Story of Office Romance. That's a literal translation, but basically this new romance Romance is a drama about the work and love lives of people who work at the Korea Meteorology. Oh my god. <laughs> Meteorology. Oh my god. Take a minute. Hold, please. What if you just said Meteorology Administration? Take two. <clears throat> this is a new drama about the work and love lives of people who work at the Korea Meteorology Administration, Korea's National Weather Forecast Service. So this drama also features Song Kang, who we've seen in Nevertheless, Sweet Home, Navarilla, Love Alarm, a bunch of things. And Park Min Young, who I saw in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. Yeah. So, oh, you watched that one too. Yes. I yeah, I forgot. So we're really excited for that one it's gonna premiere in february so real soon <laughs> yeah i think that'll be great i love oh, meteorology yeah. <laughs> and, and like you figure it'll be some sort of like live reporting from some torrential downpour whatever it's like in um Pinocchio. Yeah. Yes. Pinoc Pinocchio had yeah. that sort of news reporter yeah. thing. Just, I like. I kind of like the. I love. I facet. love that. Yes. No. The re reporter like mm -hmm. working in an office. It's very nice. It's, it's so nice. It's stressful, but it's good. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. I'm well, excited as you for know, that. Jerry-san. Weather. Weather. Weather stress. So much. Mm -hmm. So and it'll for be sure. exciting to see those two together. Yeah, that'll be different. Mm -hmm. Like worlds colliding now. Yeah, I think. Absolutely. Just awesome. Um, yeah, so and then the only other like 
bits of news that I found. Uh, Jung Ho Yun, who was in Squid Game, she's mm-hmm. the, the like, lead girl from North Korea in the Squid Game thing. She makes history as the Woo. first Asian independent cover model for U.S. Vogue. Let's go! That's a big deal. Friends. It's That's such a big, a big deal. deal. Did you um, see the photo? Oh yeah, yeah, gorgeous. so good. Just, yeah, dang. I mean, she's a model, anyways. Yeah. Well, it was funny because I was looking, like, look, I looked her up a little bit right before this, and looking at all of her modeling credits. Also, mm. she's like five, five foot nine, is what I saw. Yeah, she is. She tall. is not short. It's funny because in Squid Game, I would not have right. picked her as being super tall. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize. No, I actually watched. She partnered with Calvin Klein recently and did like a live with them on Instagram and it was just really funny but she is really tall. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah and the other thing I was other two things I was looking at one of which I did not realize that Park Kyung-sik and Han So-hee are going to be in a yeah. drama together. Yeah. Oh yeah they I, I told you this they I, they announced it a little while ago. I, I, I did not I, this, I was not listening. Not listening. Um, so I so I found on like when I was looking through news I found that they were previewing their chemistry in some OST music videos for the drama it's called soundtrack number one and it should be premiering in the first half of 2020 we're here so, you know, we're, we're in the first half so sometimes soon hopefully that, you know hopefully i told you this i'm sorry I was oh my listening. god i was listening but the thing is i not listening i you know how many dramas i'm watching right now i know i know and you're still catching up you're not yes. you're not all caught up not all caught up anyways the beloved summer, but here we are. we're really excited for so this one speaking of episodes um, episodes there's this, there's this drama that i i'm not watching i have not started watching or Mm-mm. anything Mm-mm. but i saw this headline and i couldn't help but be like what so the second husband is this drama that i think is still still going but mm-hmm. they're going to be getting an extension of a million episodes not a million how many 30 dang 30 episodes no if you think about it that's two k dramas almost a little over little over two k dramas because you know if you think of the average k drama has like eh, 16 episodes maybe maybe some of them have like 20 there are other ones that have 10 like chief of staff only had or 10 eight, per episode like, right uh, well, what was that one silent c has eight yes silent c that's what i was thinking of yeah i think my name has uh ten, nine or ten yeah but so yeah. why so, <laughs> why so I, I don't I don't know the story of the second husband. I'm not entirely sure what the drama entails, but I'm. It just they, made me. They must just out. have a lot of stuff that they can do with the drama. I hope so. Which is why. Well, okay. If you think about it, Sky Castle. That drama had seasons. I have not watched it. Oh, okay. I have not. I've only watched like four episodes of the first season. I have not watched it. But it had like it had like seasons worth of episodes. Hmm. Huh. I feel like. It was going on for a while. Wasn't, I don't know why I thought of this, but it wasn't Tempted, like, was that just like... Tempted were shorter episodes, but more of them. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of them. A lot of them, like, I don't know, like 24 comes to mind. Yeah, I think so. But they were only a half hour long. So are these hour long episodes that are going to be 30? I have no idea, but... That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. So if you are watching that series, you're in for the long haul. Yeah. You're you're in for it. Watching that for a while. Honestly, I watched two, I watched both Chief of Staff, which had 20 episodes in all, in total, both Both seasons. seasons Each season was 10 episodes, both seasons equaling 20. However, I felt like I was watching that for an eternity. So I can't imagine watching 30 episodes. That's a little less than a full day. Yeah. 24 hours a day. Yeah. 
I watched it so fast. Them? It is. I'm thinking there must be a demand for it if they're getting this type of well, extension. They, were, they did say in the article that they've had some of their highest ratings as of yet for mm, like dang. TV watching things. So. Well, that's good. But yeah, so that was that was the whole news that I had. Just the snippets. Well, that, well that's all we've got for you today. Yeah, that, that is it. That, that is it. That wraps up our Take Us Back. Take Us Back. We covered Guardian, The Lonely, and Great God, also known as Goblin. Yeah, and if you would like to join the conversation, feel free to follow us on instagram or twitter our handle is at k companion pod and leave us a rate and review five stars on spotify or apple podcasts or wherever you're listening from and we will see you next time bye